Hey everyone, this is Daisies.Live. I'm Scott. Miral. And we are here to review Bollywood TV and movies. And um, wow, it has been it has been quite a week. Moral, we are looking at this program. I'm I'm tired just looking at it right now. What what can you tell our, our listeners uh, what is on the agenda for today? Well, we have three long series to watch, and of yes. course, we had a movie that released in theaters. We're going to review today Arya season two, but we're also going to review Aranyak, which is streaming on Netflix. We're going to review Chandigarh Kare Ashiki, which hit the theaters on December 10th, and Katil Hasina Ongena, which is streaming on Z5. Wow. Okay. Yes, we should, we should just dive right in because we do not have a lot of free time on this. We're going to start with Aria season two. It was on Hulu. And um, I, you said you did watch this, correct? I did. Okay. I, I have a I feeling. Could have, I could have missed Aria. I love okay. Sushmita Sam. Okay. All right. So I'm going to, I'm just going to give the overall treetop and I want you to dive in with the, with the review first. And then I will counter because I, I, I know how this, this review is going to go. All right. So season two picks up. At the very end, uh, obviously, where season one left off, which is the wife of uh, the owner of a pharmaceutical company who's also involved in some other activities related to pharmaceuticals, but maybe not as legal. She has to tie up a bunch of loose ends and survive and protect her kids in this very, very dangerous environment where there are Indian drug dealers and Russian drug dealers and everyone wanting wanting a piece of the action it's it it, it looked uh, plus she's got her brother uh the aria's brother is is a, not the most trustworthy individual so uh, that's it's just general chaos drug-induced chaos not from taking drugs but from selling them so uh what did you the, I mean, there's so much to dive into because it's a very complicated story so let's just leave it for the review what did you think Actually, I liked it. Okay. I thought I thought Sushmita Sen just maintained the mm. character arc mm. of Arya pretty well. And you okay. know, Scott, this is an adaptation of, of a Dutch series called Pinoza. Okay, I did not and know that. Yes, okay. it's it's a complete adaptation. Ram Madhwani, who also, by the way, directed Tamaka, which we reviewed last week. Mm -hmm is the director of the series yes. as well and he seems uh -huh. to be out of a pro at adaptations um do you know Damaka, by the way was listed on new york times action movies to watch for 2021 excellent yeah so having said that um i think it's a great adaptation of the story uh, of penazzo and uh, it is a story of a woman who who goes from being a housewife who does who just is trying everything in her power not to be a part of her family and her family's business but she's forced to then become um, a mafia don a drug warlord warlord just because of the circumstances where she's got to protect her children and in the entire process of protecting her children she has to become a criminal and she has to do what she's got to do so I think that story, that that entire evolution of a housewife to a drug warlord, is pretty interesting. Mm, yeah, I think it. Yes, it's interesting from ten thousand feet, but when you get down to the ground, that's when I had some serious problems with this series. Let's let's talk. Okay, I would have to say that the 
single greatest flaw of season two is that the tendencies of season one became, they just bloomed, right? It's like a little bit of mildew in the attic. And then all of a sudden it just gets, you know, like it just flowered the overacting. I thought the overacting was rampant. I thought it destroyed almost every scene. I thought the over the abuse of slow motion was just terrible, telling me what to think and telling me telling me that this is so dramatic. This is a, yet another super dramatic motion, uh, emotional time. Um, that that was my single greatest flaw, uh, the single greatest flaw of the of the series, season two. So, and it wasn't just Arya, and and I'll, and frankly, she was the worst offender. Um, but Khan, the 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 lead cop, he he was overly dramatic. The kids, uh, the daughter with the drug, the the drugs and the alcohol and the. I just the, wanted to give her one. Yeah, you just wanted to. Yeah, it, the 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 lawyers running the judges and the lawyers in the in the in running the case. I mean, every everyone. It just was so dramatic. The, the prosecutor. The was pro brutal. exactly the prosecutor. Yeah, I wasn't sure the because the judicial system is a little different, so I wasn't sure. Yeah, everyone was just so so emotional, so intense, so the the everything just felt one hundred and thirty percent of what it needed to be. Um, very few characters were understated. They were just relied on this over the top thing. And it just, it just, it killed it. The second thing that bothered me was that, and this is much more of a, um, this is more of a systemic problem that I, I bring up practically every week is that I wish they had cut five seconds, 10 seconds out of every scene. We didn't need the long drawn out shot of, um, Arya's face, lovely face always made up exquisitely, even when she's burying bodies uh, on the beach or in, this, in the desert. Uh, she, comes, she shows up in the car and she's still got the exquisite, perfect makeup. But we don't need that nine second, that seven second. We could, two seconds is plenty. You know, every scene was overacted and drawn out. And so I think it was a six episode show stretched out to an eight episode season. I think the story overall was interesting, but the execution was so... Uh, clumsy that I did not enjoy it. And by by episode five, I was sitting in my easy chair. I hate to say this, but I was sitting in my easy chair just laughing. Just sort of, really? yeah, making fun of, oh, there she goes. Oh, she's upset again. Oh, no. You know, just, oh, but my, there's something that's confusing for Aria. Or, oh, no, Aria's got to think about this. Like, it just, it was just too much. So that's yeah. I'm so I, I I thought season one was okay. You know, I mean, I enjoyed it, uh, but season two was just off the deep end. Mm, okay, well, uh, there were things about about the screenplay that I I would love to point out. And, Let's hear it. And you know, the screenplay was really good. It was really well done. Um, it was long drawn. There were things that weren't required. For example, that entire angle with Khan's love life. Just Unnecessary. Didn't, just yeah. didn't add to the story. You could have literally taken 30 minutes off on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, then, you know, sometimes I, I loved how they used the old Hindi film music to do the backdrop. Whenever cool. they reminded of their father, that song that played, it was just beautifully done. Might but, have been a bit much. 
I mean, where they might have, I really they might have cringed, up on that. Yeah, where bit. I really cringed was when she's leaving the rehab center and her daughter sees her from the window and that song that played, it was like, oh my God, don't do this. Don't spoil the moment. Just do, do not play that Oma song. It's like Oma, oh mother. Don't, don't do it. It's too cliched. It's too in the face and it's just spoiling the moment totally. Um, there are some really good dialogues. For example, you know, when the cop asks her, so now I heard you become a warlord, a drug warlord. And she said, I'm not a dog. I'm just a working mother. Well, she is a working mother, which was really a nice, nice sentence. Um, there's another sentence that I really like that was like, uh, which says, Kamzor ham nahi hota, that means we're never, we're never weak. It is a time that is not right. So, so there were there was some really there was some really good writing here. Um, what I, I, of course, the children were still troubled by the father's death or whatever. But what I didn't really get the logic of was why isn't she putting her, why isn't she taking her daughter on the side and saying, hey, your actions and your requirements and your needs are really putting the rest of the family in danger. We should just leave. Why that conversation did not happen from a practical character like Arya, uh, it beats me. But probably that's because the original series, Penosa, is written like this. Mm. Uh, what it also uh, did is it, it's, uh, it laid the stage for a season three, which I'm pretty sure is going to have more. Uh, it, it's going to have more stories, including the story of her brother's son, who she's going to know. But, but, but. On the whole, I thought it was a really slick production. It was really well done. If only they had put it together in a much more cohesive manner. Mm, okay. All right. Well, it's it it's I think sometimes it's really fun when when both of us are like, yes, that was incredible. This is not one of those times. So this has a there's a different dynamic going on in this section of the show. Uh I I, I just I just did not like it. I am glad yeah, it's over. That's what we do you know, when yeah. we review, right? <laughs> Hi, I'm Geeta Malik. I'm the writer and director of a movie called India Sweets and Spices, which is releasing in theaters on November 19th. You're watching me on Desis.live. Desis.live. This is Scott. I'm back here with Moral, and we were we split on Aria season two. Uh, Moral liked it. I did not. I thought it was a little exaggerated and hammy. Uh, but Morale really liked the screenplay. So we're gonna we're gonna declare that one a draw. And now we're moving on to our Aranyak. That's on Netflix. And that was what? That was a that was a series, correct? That was eight. That yes, that is a series as well. And it is directed by Vinay Waikul. Mm -hmm. Um, but it is um it is created and written by Rohan Sippy, of course, Ramesh Sippy's son. So big film film family. And um, it is um, actually I liked it. All right, so I what's really the first? Give me the give me the 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 treetop. What is it about? So um, it's a small town story, hilly small town in the Himalayas. They don't tell us where in the Himalayas, but somewhere in Himachal Pradesh, you know, HP near Shimla. Um, there's a town called Sirona, and this lady Kasturi Dogra, who is Ravina Tandon, this is her comeback, guys. She's back on the big screen, small screen. After a very long time, uh, she'd of course gotten married, had kids, and taken a break from movies. Um, but she looks fabulous. I have to tell you, oh my God, she looks fabulous. She doesn't look as if she's aged even a day. She looks that good. Having said that, well, this is a story of this um, 
station head officer, which is the top cop in a in a small town, in a hilly small town. And she decides that she needs to take a time, take time off and focus on her kids because her daughter is preparing to go to IITs and her son is in school. And being a police officer, she hasn't been able to really give them a lot of time. So she decides she's going to take a year off and focus on her kids and make sure her child gets through IIT exams. And when she's leaving her her uh, her her position, another replacement comes in in her place, and his name is Angad Malik, who's played by Parambrata Chattopadhyay. He is a brilliant actor, by the way. And she has this, uh, you know, uh, she, she has serious issues. Uh, she has issues with somebody taking over her cabin, somebody taking over her workplace, somebody leading the team, somebody making decisions while she's still there. And she's finding it very difficult to let go, so she gets involved with 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 the police station still, even when she's on leave, which is pretty weird for the other cop. And so they have a they have a tussle. But the day that she's leaving, there is a case reported by a French woman, a tourist, who comes to their police station, and she says uh, she filed a report of her missing teenager, Amy. Now, this is the story of where did Amy go? What happened with it? What happened that night? And the rest of the um, eight or nine episodes are literally peeled backing. Actually, it's not even eight or nine, it's just six episodes, which is amazingly done, actually. Um, it's a peel back on, it's a reveal on what exactly happened that night that Amy disappeared because they find her body hanging from a tree. Oh. So it's got everything you know if you if you if you've seen those movies where there's you know small town folklore um people talking people know each other they, they trust each other there's you know there's the local politics there's this family drama extended family drama there's drugs so everything coming together in a peel back of what's going on that day what happened to amy and a lot of reveals um I thought there were there were a lot of similarities between Aryanak, uh, uh, sorry, Aranyak and Candy. Candy is a series which is on Root, which is a story again of a school teacher who undergoes the same missing children, disappearance, drugs, everything. So again, a small town story. And I thought there were a lot of similarities, but this is definitely different. Um, this the 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 execution is amazingly slick and the beautiful Himalayan backdrop and just the way they've used the camera to create mystery and suspense. They've used the tree shadows, they've used snow, they've used all possible elements of nature to create a suspense around what exactly happened. So it's a very intriguing yoke into, um, and, and, and it's set up for season two at the end, the wraparound. And I thought it was really good writing. It was really good direction. Um, it's just a suspense and a mystery thriller, which, which literally keeps you on the binge through the entire episode, um, uh, all the episodes. Um, we thought, I, I thought Parambrata Chattopadhyay and his chemistry with Ravina Tandon, because they pitted against each other to start with, but then they partner because they realize they have to solve the case together. He doesn't know the city well. He doesn't know the town that well. And she knows everybody and everything in the town. So they come together to solve this mystery. They find the dead body. Everything consistently, extremely well done. And 
you know, it's like they give you the bigger plot and then the peel back happens. It happens really well. Cinematography, top notch. It's beautiful, just amazingly beautiful. You want to go live in that place. Right. It's that well done. Um, the uh, the dialogues, um, the outlining the characters and the motivation. I thought that could have been shrunk into, you know, like 10 minutes where it took almost one and a half episodes. But one and a half episodes later, you are hooked. There is a hook everywhere. And um, and, and you know what, what, what the good thing about the entire series was? It's a complication. It's a simple story. It doesn't complicate your mind. You know, you know the story because you're following the leads as they are, and you literally get involved in the leads. You literally get involved in the in, in the in the peelbacks because you get invested in story. You get invested in finding out what exactly happened to the girl. So very well done. I absolutely loved it. The music again, fantastic. It was Kate and Soda who did the music. Saurav Goswami cinematography. The editing is brilliant. The writing is superlative. Loved the simple story of shadows and Himalayan valleys and trees. The aerial views, the storytelling, perfectly done. And the actors are an icing on the cake. I've never seen uh, Ravina Tandon be so strong. And she comes across as a perfect, you know, the, there's no accent. I mean, she puts on the accent of that place in a very convincing way. The way she talks, her mannerisms, you know, on one hand, she's this, you know, when she's vulnerable, she's vulnerable because she's a mother of a daughter. But on the other hand, she's this tough cop who beats up goons. She literally takes them to the task because that's the way she is. That's the way she's learned to be in uh, in that space. So way well done, loved it. Loved this play. It's, it's streaming on Netflix, guys. So if you have time- Outstanding. That sounds great. Okay. All right. So what do we have next? Hi guys, I'm Kriti Kharbanda and you're listening to me on These Seas Live. Download Z5 right now and watch out our period releasing on the 23rd of July. Can't wait to hear what you have to say. So do tag us on social media and tell us your feedback. Daisies.live, this is Scott and I'm back here with Moral who loved... Aranyak on Netflix. It was a six or eight episode, six episode, did you say? Yeah. Six I episodes think, yeah. set in the Himalayas. Always beautiful cinematography, those shows. Uh, those great mountain shots, just beautiful. Uh, she really liked it, so check it out. It's on Netflix. And now we turn to uh, a movie that was in the theaters. All right, we're going, um, now we're turning to a film. And this is Chandigar Kare Ashiki. Is that correct? Absolutely. You're getting good at this, Scott. I, I, would, I wouldn't go that far. Uh, it came out in theaters on December 10th. And what is this? This is actually another breakthrough story. Ooh. This is a story of a guy in Chandigarh. Chandigarh is a place in the Punjab. It's, mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's a city. It's actually the capital of Punjab. Um, Chandigarh um, is a place, this guy... Um, his name is Manu, and he runs a gym. He's a gym rat. He is a cross a cross training athlete. He uh, he he preps for you know competitions. He's, he's he lives on protein shakes. He's got a body to show for it. And I know course, the type. This, yes, this guy is our our favorite Ayushman Purana. Who else can play 
this guy, amazing broad body transformation. You look at his body, you're like, whoa, what happened to this guy? <laughs> amazing. And he, um, his, his gym isn't doing well with his partners and they are in trouble with the gym. But then this really good looking Zumba instructor walks in and in Punjab, they can't say Zumba, they call it Jumba for some reason. So <laughs> she walks in and she brings in all, all the traffic and she's very good. She's very good looking. That's a Vani Kapoor for you guys. And um, her name is Manvi. So um, what happens next is they end up having a very passionate romance. They having they're making love having sex all over the place and they're totally in love with each other till something uh -oh. happens there's uh -oh. a reveal what's the reveal, the reveal is that manavi's actually transgender i knew it was going to be something like that oh boy okay all right and then manu loses his shit because <laughs> is transgender and he can't get to relate that he has, he's in love with a transgender person. Yeah. So she's been born a boy and she has this exchange operation and now she's a girl. And Manu can't relate to it. And this whole whole movie is about putting that discussion on the table. Sure, I get that. I respect that. Now, I, I have a very important question. I Is the actor, you said the actor playing cisgender. Manvi is okay see now wouldn't this be okay th this strikes me as problematic is this problematic okay. i know and we listed that in our review as well this i am not fluent in like the right and the wrong way to handle this stuff but it strikes me as i uh okay all right it continue is, I, it is as whitewashed as as you know as as a white woman playing playing latino on screen yeah it is exactly that yeah it is at as whitewashed as a white guy playing pacific islander islander on screen sure so it's just that um wow but, or a straight a straight guess, man playing a game i guess man. they made casting choices because of some reason uh, maybe they didn't have a choice Maybe they didn't have the right actor. Maybe they didn't have a body that would fit that role well. Maybe they didn't have uh, have have somebody because being a Zumba Zumba instructor is all about the body, right? So there's a lot of attention on the physicality of both these people. They're really mm. good-looking people, yeah. right? No, I get that. So, I, I've I've seen. So what well, I felt anyway. was, hey, on one hand, it's very important to start the conversation. Right, and the movie does a very good job starting the conversation, bringing sure. it mainstream. Say, let's talk about it. But yet, I felt that it's like a McDonald's burger, where the wrapper is more is is marketed more <laughs> than the nutrition of the food, because it's really food that you're sending out. But you wrap it around with bullshit and crap, and you know, glossy <laughs> glossy stuff, glossy stuff to sell something uh, an idea of food. yeah i get it no I, I hear what you're saying exactly that so um i'll tell you something uh i i don't want to be harsh about this at all because it is a very brave movie to be made in india it's a very brave movie right there if the objective of the movie was to start a conversation about choices about gender fluid cho fluidity choices it establishes its story pretty well, and it really triggers a discussion. It does. 
even if yeah. it is really not that realistic, even if the woman who plays a transgender is actually cisgender, even if it 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 just um, is a lip service, but it is something that can trigger a discussion, which is a very brave movie to make. And look, it's the difference between gradual change and radical change. Right, and I'm I'm not I'm not in any way implying that it's one is pre preferable or right or, I, but what you're saying is that I can see some people would be livid, extremely upset at the very least, maybe not livid, but extremely disappointed, upset, whatever that they have a cisgender person in that role. Um, but I can also see someone saying, "But wait, like you just said, but wait, we're having a conversation." I, you know, there's a big if on the table. There's a big, you know, there's a big yeah, putting that aside. There's a, you know, so. Yeah, so, so I'll, 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 I'll tell you something else, which made me, which, which really made me sad because even though this is an attempt to bring the conversation to the forefront, and this is actually written by a woman whose both daughters are transgender, actually. So wow. She's in Abhishek Kapoor's team, who's the director of the movie. She is, it's, it's based on her, you know, her story idea. Um, but, you know, there are things about it. For example, they're trying to they're, they're trying to cross the, cross the um, uh, you know, there's an entire list that makes a film inclusive. That means you have a Muslim in the in the movie, you have a Sikh in the movie, you have um, Hindu-Muslim romance. Your characters can be lesbian or gay. So they 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 actually put everything. Everything is kind of jumbled into the movie, so that there isn't yeah. a single thing that you can point out and say, oh, it wasn't inclusive here. So they bring yeah. all the all, everything that can make a movie or or a story inclusive. They bring it in. Um, in, in great measure. So we can't take that away from the movie, yet it seems as if it's just on the surface. It just doesn't go in deep enough to really understand the psyche of the transgender person. It doesn't really talk about, oh, what happened when the sex change operation, what were the, what are the real life um, issues of a transgender person in that society? That you, hasn't it sounds like, that. it sounds like you're saying this was made, this is really made for cis gender people by cis like it just sounds like it doesn't really treat the trans character like a trans character well it's not pose you know pose which shows the entire stories of trans people you know becoming of age story of a transgender character that's pose it's really not a euphoria even you know, these are stories of real transgender people on celluloid. This is not that. This is this is a glossy movie with really good-looking people dancing to music, making passionate love, and then this entire roadblock happens where at least I feel conversationally this thing is in mainstream. Is or is not? Is. Is definitely yes, yes. this movie will bring that conversation mainstream, that's for sure. Yeah, under what auspices? Isn't that really the issue, though? Isn't that that, that, I mean, is, isn't that... that is that is my issue? That's my issue. Yeah, but but you know what? Whatever said and done, the last portrayal of a transgender person in Hindi movies was 30 years ago. There's a movie called Sadok in which there was a character called Maharani. Um, Sadashivam Rapurkar, who's a brilliant stage actor, theater artist, he actually played that role of Maharani. 
but that's the last serious portrayal of transgender people um, after that. And then there was Lakshmi by Akshay Kumar last year, but the transgender person, it, it, was, it was comically done. The transgender person was a, was a ghost. So we didn't really go back into oh. that story, except mm. of course it portrayed, it portrayed all the injustices done to transgender people. But movies like this are important also in that entire narrative because in that entire process of inclusion, that having that conversation, even if it's just a lip service, it's just the start of the evolution of the society. Yeah, I don't. There's a part of me that thinks I, I really, and I, 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 I don't. I'm, I'm not well versed in this subject. So, and maybe this, it's going to be obvious when I say this, but it, I, I wonder if setting up this conversation, setting up this subject matter in these circumstances does more does harm right if does this really advance i don't want to say advance the cause but I, I that really is it does it advance the cause does it does it place it, it does it have the conversation in strange or even damaging terms i don't know there's something and i just got to say there's something that feels wrong about it there's something that feels wrong about i get it i get it i understand you've got to have the conversation and i and i'm not trying to i'm not I just, it just seems weird to have in 2021 to have a movie about this, this social political subject and have a, have a, a cis woman in it. It just, I don't know, there's something about it that feels strange. And, and, uh, you know, this feels also feels like you cannot, you cannot win with this with this subject because I don't I have no intention to offend anyone, but this is a very polarizing subject. And there are there are people on this on either side of this issue where, you know, I, I, I if you have the conversation and that's it, you're maybe not advancing the dialogue the way you could or should be. And if with some people, if you have the conversation at all, you're doing something, you know, so I like, I, this is just, <laughs> this feels fraught. And yet it needs to, we need to have these it's conversations. Happy. We need to, it we needs, need to talk it needs about to start. We need to start having conversations. And I thought it was a good start. That's where we leave it. Fair enough. Hi, this is Mahesh Bhupati and you're listening to me on Desis.live. Live. This is Scott, and I'm back here with Moral, and we just got done talking about Chandigarh Kari Ashiki, which was a very interesting story, um, and and Moral really liked it. She really liked it for what it what it did, what it tried to do. Um, it it is one of those things that we could spend hours talking about. This we really could, and I and I mean that sincerely. This is a it is a deep and important topic, um, and I do not feel I I have to admit I do not feel fully equipped. To talk about this any more than I did. In fact, I went over. <laughs> I went over my <laughs> my allotted time just by anyway. So let's just move on. Let's just cut to the chase and move on to a movie. This is a, a movie, correct? Or is it's this a series? series. It's, it's a, a series. series. Series on Z five. Absolutely. Uh, I've I've go ahead. Why don't you Why don't you tell us what this is called? Well, this is Katil Hasina Ganam, which really loosely translates into. Um, in the name of uh, women who kill. <laughs> Man, 
So, Ooh, yeah, okay. and that's Z5's Desi Noir. This is the first time somebody's done attempted Desi Noir. Desi Noir. Totally. Oh. And it is under this brand of content where they collaborate with Pakistani talent to produce shows and movies. Right on. And that is an anthology. And if you like strong uh, women-centric narratives, keep your judgment caution in your pocket and watch this. Okay. You have to be extraordinarily open-minded about this, though. Um, it showcases really diverse stories of exceptionally courageous women and women of all kinds. Um, um, it will. Um, it will. They, they talk about. Um, women uh, who are good, uh, you know, they're nice and nice and um, doing the duty, the women who are, you know, who are just living for the society, the women who uh, uh, just want to judge other people. So all kinds of women. But one thing that really weaves all these women together is the fact that they were wronged. Okay, so wait, how many episodes? Six. Six. Okay, so we have six stories of women who were wronged and who essentially got revenge, right? The, 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 totally. If we just were to boil it down. All totally. Right. And, and somehow these women, you know, the fun part about this entire series, I have to tell you, is, um, is all right, let me just start from the beginning. The opening, uh, the opening scene of the first episode is two women, they're chopping a dead body. Hello. Very silently. And the blood is splashing on their faces while they're chopping <laughs> that dead body. And okay. they're picking up, picking up those little chopped chopped pieces and they're putting it in jute uh, packs. And they got it, they got to discard it all over the countryside. A third oh, woman right. is sitting in the backdrop and she is lamenting the killing to the cop. The cop's just sitting there listening to the story. So this is how the entire series starts. Hmm. And there's blood trickling down the side of the chopping table. Whatever else, it's gory, it's whatever, but these women are stoically very focused in chopping the body. So the cop stays on one side of the threshold while another woman essentially is running a diversion? Right? No, yeah. don't jump no. into conclusions no, at there's all. No I'm just trying to no, understand no. this. As I said, keep your judgment in the pocket, just watch. Okay. It is wow. dark. It's mysterious. Is it? Are all of them bloody? Are some of the revenge uh, emotional? Yeah, some of the revenge are bloodless. Yes, okay. some, of the, some, some of the revenge is bloodless. Some of it's not. But the entire series, the fun part about the series is that it starts off slow and then middle of second episode, you're like, oh my god, I'm hooked because now people from episode one are are. Turn up in episode two, so there's this correlation between all these characters all right. that is slowly revealed as the story progresses, and um, it's it's very Sin City-ish. There is, you know, vivid Sin colors. City the comic the the yeah okay, the vivid colors and then vivid colors contrasted by very subdued hues, and then the frames that cloaked in spirals of smoke. And it just adds to the mysteriousness, mysteriousness of this entire thing. Then the women are talking in really harsh, you know, heavy tones, and there's resonance of voices of the actresses or 
is just so beautifully put. I thought that the seven actresses who are who who, are, who star in this series are just such phenomenal performers mm. that you are hooked for good. And there is, you know, there is a story going on. There are flashbacks, and this entire mosaic it just builds a world of its own. It's actually set in a mythical town called Andruni Sheher, which translates to Andruni would mean inside store. Inside Sheher is town. It's uh, it's uh, um, it's it's just so beautifully done. So I have a question. All right, so six episodes of revenge. One of the themes in in revenge stories is uh, is often that revenge either is uh, perpetuates a cycle, so it never ends, right? So that's one of the dangers of revenge. Or the avenger got the wrong person. Is there anything like that? Like it. it so these are straight up bad guy literally guy bad person yeah, bad man but they gets give you, killed yeah but they give you the backstories pretty well the backstories are really well paced you understand why they're doing at the end you understand where they're coming from you understand okay. the psychology the psyche the reasons are very logical okay all right i'm just curious I mean, when they're driven to something they're driven to something you know what i mean yeah, it's fair. just that I mean Mo Osme's camera work is magic. Some of the camera angles, I swear, technically are so innovative, so out of the box that I have to salute Minu Gore, who's the British highly acclaimed director of this series. I have to salute her for her insight into that kind of storytelling. Literally, All the right. production design is fantastic Kamran um, Shah Nawaz is the um, he, he's the editor of the series he is brilliant the dialogues have been written by Minu herself and Farjad Nabi we interviewed both of them by the way just a phenomenal dialogue so to the point so in the dialogues you know the backstory but you know the characters too but you know what I really loved about the entire movie Tell me. music the background, really? the background music, the song composition, the rap. I mean, they've literally taking, taken the entire gamut of genres and put them together for the show in the backdrop. And the storytelling is elevated by several notches just because of its music. This, this show should have its own album drop. I loved it. All right. Wow. This is Rianjali, and you're watching me on Daisy's Live. Daisy's Live. This is Scott, and I'm back here with Moral, who uh, reviewed. Oh boy, please say it for me. And she loved it. Is it safe to say that that was your favorite? That you liked that better than? I actually liked. Aranya and Arya, but this one was definitely a very superlative, very sophisticated, very. You well seemed done. you seemed most like you see Aranyak and this. Uh, it seemed like your two favorites. Yes, but they're, they're totally two separate genres. But again, sure. very strong women protagonists. I love that. All the series that we've released, picked, yes, we picked had that up. Really that. amazingly strong women protagonists, which mm. I love. Yeah, that's that's bread and butter for morale. Okay, well, I I was, you know, I only I only reviewed Aria season two, and I 
we remember my thoughts on that. But I still, I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun listening to your reviews and watching the, you know, watching you get excited about uh, about some more than others. You, you know why, Scott? And and I have a, have a reason for that. It's because storytelling is so important. Sure, of course. And storytelling sometimes can change people's lives. Yes. Um, well, this was a lot of fun. We had a lot to review, and I'm really looking forward to next week. I'd like to thank all of you for listening, and we will see you next week. I am Scott. I'm Miral. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.